Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It's the Almost Famous Podcast. We are back. Breaking down another episode of The Bachelor. Ashley is here as well. Uh, Ashley kicked this thing off. Last night I was at the Ohio University. I was going to say the University of Ohio. That would be wrong. It's Ohio University, the home of the Bobcats. An incredible campus. Beautiful place. If you haven't been there in Athens, Ohio, it is worth the visit. Uh, Had a great time. Um, Their their student association... uh, put on an event and we had a great turnout a lot of fun I really enjoyed it so I flew out early this morning back to Denver I'm in Denver recording this 
Last night, I was asked a question that I want to kick this podcast off asking you, Ooh, Ashley, okay. who mm-hmm. are your top three favorites on this season to end up with Zach? Okay. Kat from last yeah, night. Easy. For sure, for sure. Uh, I think probably Katie's up there. Okay. I don't know. Brooklyn is up there, too. Brooklyn and Kat would be my top two right now. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's go with that for right now. But I really think that there's a lot of girls that came to the mm-hmm. forefront of my mind yesterday. I like Gabby for myself. <laughs> I feel like Gabby Why? would be a good friend for me. Okay. Uh, she just seems, like, um, very authentic about how, like, awkward she is. Yeah. She's, like, not afraid to be like, oh, my gosh, I feel very uncomfortable in this environment. Mm. Like, does he like me? Does he not like me? Like, she's just... And what's cool about her is that she has a lot of, um, I don't even call it awkwardness, but she thinks she's awkward. And then when she's actually with him, she's really cool. Yeah. And I love that we're getting those moments from her. And he, I think, finds that endearing. Yeah, he does. You're seeing a trend with Zach. Uh, he's, He's into it when there's like a mutual interest, even if you're awkward and you're weird with it. Not into it if there's drama or if you voice that you feel like the connection is waning you know but if you're <laughs> yeah. into it at all even if you're so weird and so awkward he's like hey i like this we'll, we'll stick it around um yeah. good question last night from the audience we had a couple great questions a lot of fans of you ashley as always i i feel like i go to these things and i'm like your spokesperson like i'm like the one like you're kind of your security guard i'm the one that goes and before you and they want to talk about you and be like what's ashley like what's she oh. what's she doing and then i get to answer those questions for you um, the best I can, but, um, it was a lot of fun. I'm glad to be back though. I'm tired. Um, I'm sure tired today. It was an early morning. Um, but we're going to make this work. Uh, Ashley, uh, yeah. obviously it's been a week since our last episode. Bachelor nation has had a lot of headlines that we're going to break down later on as well, but let's jump in to this week's episode, kick it right off and I'll let you take it. Okay. Sounds good. Let's start, of course, at the very beginning when they decide not they don't they don't decide. They've been told that they are going to the Bahamas in the most classic way. You know, it's like Zach's not here because he's in the Bahamas. Yeah. <laughs> you went, I went to, the, to Bahamas the Bahamas on your on your season. I yeah. feel like the Bahamas is always like the it's like every other year they're going to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I guess that you really can't go wrong with it, though, right? No, I mean, I think it's uh, there's a couple places, obviously, internationally that you would have loved to go to, right? Like uh, for me, I really wanted to go to Japan on my season. We didn't go to Japan. Uh, that would have been incredible, right? Just to, to be in Japan. And yeah. um, there's a couple, but like the Bahamas, a little like secret, the Bahamas are like the best place for the show to go when you're on the sh- season or you're the lead. Because it's Why is that a secret? Well, because people would be like, it's the Bahamas, right? Maybe it's not as exotic as you would want. But Yeah, like a lot of us end up going there to visit at some point like yeah. when we're looking for a tropical vacation. But it's close, and that's such a yeah. big deal because you're not going like multiple time zones, which becomes really hard when you're filming the show. Well, you are going multiple time zones, but it's like an East Coast, West Coast thing. Sure, but you're yeah, I guess you're in L.A. during this. <laughs> um, but if you're on the East Coast, you're not – you know, Bahamas are just a very – accessible beautiful warm tropical location that has a lot going on a lot of fun and I think you know when you start to travel too far away from the U.S. it gets really tiring because there aren't like many days to sleep and get your jet lag you know taken care of you kind of just hit the ground running and you're tired for the whole week 
And so when you don't have to travel that far, it's actually even better. Uh, and so the Bahamas are a great location. I always uh, am interested to see what kind of dates they come with up with in the Bahamas because they've I been there so many times. Yeah, the pig date was legit, um, even though it ended with everybody, you know, having diarrhea having and getting diarrhea. dysentery. <laughs> yeah. But if you haven't heard that story, it's because everybody swallowed the water and there's pig poop in it. Um, <laughs> it's so gross. Uh, but So I guess they're never going to do that again. No, but it is. I mean, if you go to Pig Island, it is worth it. It's an amazing time. Uh, I think it's just don't swallow the water. Just keep your mouth closed. Um, but yeah, we went to the Bahamas. The interesting little tidbit when we went, which I don't think they had happened this year at least not super close right before we got there um they had a big tropical storm wipe through the bahamas and so it shut mm -hmm. down um the food supply to the island and so we didn't we kind of had like fire fest on the island the whole time where we were eating like ham and cheese sandwiches because that's all we could get our hands on uh so that was kind of it added in it was interesting but it really that that bahamas trip was beautiful it just humbled all of us which i appreciated exactly. it made us feel yeah. very much like what life would look like if you went on a vacation with me <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny okay well the first date card goes to cat yeah the question is how deep is our love and they of course just go on the water it's just a very it's like a basic bachelor date in the sense that like there's not like a real activity they're just gonna hang out on a boat they're gonna they're gonna make their activity applying sunscreen to each other and they truly enjoy this sunscreen moment like the two of them are all over each other and it feels good uh what do you mean it feels like, explain really what do you mean feel, when it says it no. feels good <laughs> you feel it between them for sure they definitely, definitely have physical chemistry and it's cute because zach definitely feels like oh my gosh how did i get this woman she's a model i have never like she she's not a model she's a nurse but she looks like a model and she truly does she has kind of that that like giselle bunch and look and uh they're cute i get it i like it and then they go to dinner and they have a very interesting, I mean, intriguing conversation. Um, she, her insecurity is, you know, one-on-one -on -one dates. You always like bring up your insecurity or like your story of love that you don't, wouldn't normally share on a first one-on-one -on -one date in the real world. But on The Bachelor, this is where we're going to get it. And hers is that she had a really awful relationship with her mom growing up. And it made me think, it just made me think about like being a mom, I guess, now just imagining having such a horrible relationship with your child and how it gets to be that way to the point where it's like, you don't even like your kid. It's what it sounds like. It sounds like they like did not like each other. Like they were mm. mother and daughter that didn't like each other. That's so sad. And I'm so sorry that she had to grow up with that. But she said that she didn't even like live in the same house with her mom as a kid, like underage, under 18 yeah. for some points because it got so bad. And um, it just seemed like she didn't have any sort of relationship with she the the parent thing that there was not a good relationship there like between the two of them and then she let says me, that it makes her feel what yeah yeah it takes a I, I you know as you watch this every season we have uh most of the time I guess most seasons we have a moment like this and I I just want to take a second and say it takes a lot of courage uh I can't imagine that Kat dreamed of telling somebody she was dating about this on national television it has to be hard and there has to be a lot of emotion behind that um but it was it it, it is courageous to do and to mm -hmm. open up and you know she even said it like she did it because she wanted zach to know this side of her because she knows 
that his family is more traditional and that they have a great relationship. And she wants him to know right away kind of why and where she's coming from. And I just, I think that, I mean, it cannot, I just can't, it can't be easy. I can't relate with it, but it can't be easy to open up about these things that are so personal to you on national television, on a first date. There has to be just a lot of like kind of confusion too behind the scenes of being like, do I talk about this now? Do I wait? And and maybe I never get the opportunity to, and maybe he's kind of confused by it. Like just, um, those are always really big moments again, where reality television crosses reality and we see it happen in front of us. Yeah. Like I can't relate to this moment either. I guess I'm on the other side. I'm on Zach's side where it's like, I grew up with that perfect ideal role model in parents and in their relationship. And it made me think about the insecurity that she has talking about how she didn't have that and how I I wonder how it is to navigate relationships like that. I wonder how often the way that you're brought up becomes a thing in the relationship. Like you, you and Jess both had great childhoods, great relationships with your parents. Your parents both had great relationships with each other. And it's kind of same with me and Jared. So I just, it just made me think like, Oh yeah, like that, that is definitely got to be, I don't know. Well, what is it? Is I don't know. It's just, it's just a reality for a lot of people. And what I think she, yeah, I think what we see here is kind of that um, just what you do in, in, in partnerships where you look at somebody else and you say, hey, um, I, you know, this is something that's happened in my life. This is my story. And I'm asking you to come into this story uh, and help me now fulfill the new dreams and the new things that I want because I've, I've either seen what I don't want or I've seen what I want and I'm just at, I'm, I need you to come along and support me in this. And that's what she's doing. And I think Zach... Uh, really wants to do that I think Zach is really wanting to do that for her like I think Zach is just like I'll do whatever you ask me as long as I can be with you because this is wild I guess that's part of the reason that I really liked this moment was because it just seemed like he was so ready to be that guy for her oh I mean it if if you ask me right now uh okay if I if this was DraftKings or FanDuel and I had um a bet on who Zach was going to end up with at the end, I would put all of my money on Kat. Like, well, all at of this, it. at this point, it's definitely the, he likes her enough. Is she going to like him enough? And I think like right now they're on a great level together. Sure. It, it, yeah. We'll, we'll see where it goes, but I definitely would call her the front runner right now. <laughs> no question. Like very clearly <laughs> the front runner. He's just like, he's giddy. Um, Like he's giddy around her. He's, he's, goofy around her uh and he i think he's just trying his best just to be like this is a dream for me this is what i dreamed of when i signed up for the bachelor it's happening but now and then we'll have to see this story play out i mean zach's biggest issue is going to be one how much interest is he going to be able to show other people which i'm sure there's going to be somebody else that really intrigues him and interests him so that will happen but two is how much is he going to get in his own head about where cat's feelings are at now for the rest of the season because the more time now he spends away from her and after a one-on-one we all know that you're going to spend some time away from her he's not going to see her for a bit they're going to have some separation Mm -hmm. is he is he going to like is he going to be able to stay stable uh stay confident uh and also do the small things for her that keeps her in like knowing that he's thinking of her it's going to get really hard for him it would be really hard to fall this quickly this early in a season and know that you have a lot of time left to keep this going 
Yeah. I also am wondering how um, how he's if he's going to remain open to the other girls enough. I think he does. I think he does. We do. We do see him have a great date with Brooklyn, and I think he does seem really into her as well. We see him very intrigued by Ariel on the group date. And then uh, my final... My final comment on this date is I've we've been harsh on on Zach. I know we we know this. <clears throat> what I really like is when Zach gets in this zone where he's like, "What can I do to be with her?" Like, oh my gosh, I feel so undeserving. Mm. I think a lot of the times it's kind of like, this is about me finding a wife and not about us finding a wife. Mm. And I feel like with him, I like him in this humble zone. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. That's a great Not partnership, like us right? Finding partners, do you, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it's more of like this is for me. Well, it's, of course it's for him. He's the bachelor. Definitely. Well, but, I mean, he he needs to show his interest, but he also, I think, his it's going to be hard to now. I, if I was Zach, I don't think I would have had a one on one this early with somebody like Cat because I really it's week four. I think it's going to get hard for him. Uh, it's going to get hard because I think he's going to fall. And now he has to wait a few weeks probably till he can get that one-on-one time with her again. And he's going to see her at group dates. And I and I know you just said that Zach does a good job at kind of leaving his heart open, as we like to say in the show. But I, I believe it was Anastasia that even mentioned uh, that he definitely has his favorites. Uh, yeah. So the girls are starting to tell, right? Like they know. Well, his body language is hilarious. And I love yeah. it. I actually love it. It's so funny. Yeah, so you, the girls are starting to tell, which isn't uncommon. It happens every season where the favorites start to stand out. And some of the girls are even very, like, they know that Kat and Zach are going to have a great one-on-one. Like, they're very confident in that. So they know that Kat is going to be a front-runner. They obviously like her. They they obviously know that she's beautiful and that she's probably kind to the women. They're, so they're like, yes, they're going to have a great time. And Zach has his favorites. She's going to be one of them. And now the rest of us are kind of sitting here, twiddling our thumbs, figuring out where do we stand. And that's just going to, I mean, it's going to be an interesting part of this season as we continue to watch is how open is he able to stay as he starts to fall very quickly. And as his heart starts to lean towards a a few women, I don't mind that when a lead does that because you want them to have their favorites. Like you want them to have their few that like they're very into, but we still have a season to film. And so yeah. it's going to be interesting how that plays out. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... 
The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have like um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Okay, so group date time. They do like basically just games with shellfish, which is basically designed for Gabby to like get down herself because she has an allergy to shellfish. Yeah, same here. That that would kill me. Like, absolutely, <laughs> that, like that date would have killed me. 
I saw these funny memes that were like, okay, but but is she okay kissing him like the night after eating shellfish? Like, what is the yeah. what is the point of okayness? Like, does he have to go brush his teeth? Does he have to like rinse out with really hot water? <laughs> there's there's multiple levels to this, but if if Jessica has like a shrimp and kisses me, like I can sometimes feel it. Like it, it I don't like break out really? and like. Yeah, but you can feel like that your body's rejecting it or not like not uh, that it tickles or you get a little hide. I I mean, I'm very allergic to shellfish. Um <laughs> this would have like this would have been my worst nightmare and even the juices splashing on you can be a massive issue. Very dangerous situation we put the, put her in. Oh my gosh, she's so funny with the, about it because obviously she's just she's crying because it is truly upsetting but i know that she's laughing watching this back definitely and he's not gonna hold it against her she can't (laughs) participate but in the moment it makes you feel bad anyway i like the fact that this group date was kind of chill hanging out on the beach doing silly games like this and and not like a football structured you know game that we really don't get to see much like interaction with him we do we get to see him and his body language flirting with like certain girls and we certainly can tell a lot by Zach's body language, and he cannot stand Anastasia. Yeah. Anastasia, he was looking for a reason to get rid of Anastasia. Yes, he does because he heard this thing about Instagram. But you can tell when she steals him away, and they sit there on that sand together. He does not look her in the eyes, and when Zach's not into somebody, he literally makes as little eye contact as possible. He's looking out to the ocean. His arms are going the other direction that she's in. It's all over. Um, but you know, he's, he tries, you know, he's, she's trying to not show it, but he can't help it with his body. So I think that when Kylie comes over, Kylie comes over and she's like, can I steal for a second? He's probably feeling relief. Then the two of the girls, um, uh, Anastasia and, and Kylie get into this battle of like, uh, like interpretation Mm. Where it's like, um, I don't want to fight about this. Like, I don't want to get into a fight about her or something like that, right? And then it's Anastasia goes off and insinuating that Kylie was going to start a physical fight over stealing time with Zach. And then Kylie was like, no, I didn't want to get like in a verbal back and forth. And anyone in their right mind would be like, yeah, this is about a verbal back and forth, not an actual physical fight. Uh, but that that's what we got. And that just starts a little bit more drama between Kylie and Anastasia. That continues throughout the rest of the episode. Is this the moment that we officially uh, deem Zach the sweatiest bachelor of all time? I don't know if we can even talk about sweat when we have people like josh murray in paradise i souls, don't think of souls was sweaty. pretty sweaty uh <laughs> i had a sweaty back yeah i mean he looks pretty uncomfortable not only in the situation but just with the amount of heat i, I i'm assuming he um is getting padded down as often as possible because I, I can see zach being a sweater um that's why they're showing him showers so often i think because uh <laughs> he needs to keep himself clean the um yeah this uh this is just a very uncomfortable moment zach's not into this stuff uh, he's not. He's not going to play around with it. He's not going to play around with the drama. Um, one, I don't think he... I, I think he's very uncomfortable within the drama. Like, he can't just sit back and watch it play out. Two, 
Um, I imagine that he has made the commitment to himself to keep this season as drama free as possible for as long as possible. And so he is, they, um, some people come up to me. I, I don't know where this came from. They used to call me the ax man because I was so good and so quick at getting rid of people. I don't know if I was or not, but I think Zach is going to deem so. that title. The king at that. Yeah. I think he's the one that just says, no, you're out. Like this isn't working. All right. See you later. Um, I think. Yeah, and he. when I look at people's comments about this season, it seems to be one of people's favorite traits about him. Yeah. He's just, yeah, nope, He's... axe you. Another awkward moment with Anastasia that I just want to mention was when they were playing the limbo, and she wanted to give him a kiss for courage, and he was, like, on the cheek, and it's like, oh. wow, dude, yes! Yeah. She, she had to see this coming. Um Interesting point here, though. Uh, we don't see it often. Something for all of us to think about is Zach has been very quick to tell people to go home when, one, they feel distance from their relationship, and two, when they're causing drama. Most seasons, uh, in recent memory, the uh, so-and-so drama starter, some would call it the villain, whatever you want to call it, has been around for a long time to keep that storyline going. And I've always said that the reason that those people are around for a long time is because, honestly, they're kind of hidden from the lead. The lead doesn't know exactly what's going on or what they're saying or what they're doing, that the show does a really good job at protecting the lead from that person because they are good television and the show would like them around a while. And so if the lead ever sees it, yeah, they just say, hey, you're done. You're going home. But they protect that person for as long as they can until it's just very obvious. This season, we're not seeing that. And one, I think that is uh, has to do with Zach, that I think he's just saying, no, sorry, this isn't, no matter how good of entertainment this is, this isn't working for this season. Two, the show is allowing Zach to see all of this happen and allowing all of this to be right in front of him. So he's able to make an educated decision. And I wonder, Ashley, with all of the critiques of the show, when um, people have said that drama is outweighing the love stories, if this is probably the start of kind of a new era in the Bachelor world where, where the villains won't be the storyline and make up the majority of episodes, kind of that week four, five, and six that we, six that we usually see, that if this is now going to change and we'll see this kind of new theme where the villains don't stick around, that the drama doesn't stick around, that love is now back in focus. This is definitely the show's response to that. And I think probably one of the reasons that they chose Zach because they knew that he would front this well and I think we saw it with Michelle she was pretty quick to get rid of problem makers mm -hmm. and now I think he is doing a great job doing the same but I also wonder what would happen if this if an issue were to come up with one of his favorites like with a cat well I think we'll see it. like with a Brooklyn yeah. because we think that he's letting go girls. If there's drama around a girl that he doesn't feel strongly for, axed, right? But I would love to see how he would deal with if it was somebody that he would really liked. And I guess you could argue that last week with Christina, it was somebody that he liked. But we also saw that he was pretty uncomfortable 
ish with the fact that she had a daughter stepping into the stepdad role so immediately. Yeah. So maybe there was like another little reasoning behind that. Well, we're going to see that, right? We'll see at the end of the season where more really? issues. Yeah, not maybe drama and maybe not the same kind of drama that you see early on in the seasons happen with his favorites. But you'll see issues, right? It's going to come down to family dynamics. It'll come down to are you ready or are you not ready to fall in love? It'll come down to situations where maybe a cat. I don't know, but maybe a cat comes in and says, hey, I feel like there's distance in our relationship. I feel like we had a spark and that spark is gone. Those things are going to happen. They just always happen on the show. That's what's made the the format of the show work for as long as it has. And so we will see how he responds to it. But right now, he's still kind of getting through the people that he's not as interested in, that have made it this far, got a nice little trip to the Bahamas, gotten some sun, gotten to hang out, but he's not been super sold out on the idea that they're going to be together. I just think it's an interesting twist. I like this change in the show. I'm actually enjoying this part of the show is that love. And it feels like these love stories and getting to know these contestants, uh, which we've complained about for years. We haven't held ha- shrimp gate. Like yeah. We've complained about stupid drama, like shrimp gate, where we lose. We haven't had a, we lose the opportunity like that, to get nice. to know the contestants because whole episodes are made up of drama and the villain and those things like shrimp gate that we're like, do we really care that much about? It's funny for a while, but it's not funny for a whole episode. I want to see more character development. And I think right now at week four, we're starting to see more of that than we ever have uh, in past seasons. And so I am anxiously excited to see continually how that plays out. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but this smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. So the group date after party, we see a couple good connections. We see Ariel and him, and he says that he loves this mystery about her. And I have to say, she is mysterious. Mm. And she came up to him and was very concerned about he, how he was doing and I think that was nice and refreshing for him. Um, he really is into charity. He's into Gabby, says she's really fun to hang out with. He just seems to be like really jiving with these girls until Kylie comes up. And it's not like he's not jiving with Kylie, but she's like, I'm just not feeling the best because I feel so awkward for interrupting your time earlier. And I have to say, I like the way that Kylie was so honest about how interrupting made her feel uncomfortable because Mm. interrupting is 
just the worst on the show. But she was also, after the fact, like after she like got that done and sat down with him, it made her feel like prepped and ready for the night ahead. And just from my point of view, if you had like a good moment during the daytime portion, like it didn't have to be like super deep or heavy or anything like that. But if you had a good back and forth, a little flirtation during the daytime portion of the day, you had so much more confidence going to the night. And I was excited that Kylie got to experience that because it was very relatable for me as somebody who was on the show. And I feel like that's probably just like how like life goes, right? It's like, have a good moment with somebody, don't extend it too long. And then you look forward to seeing that person later. Sure. That's like, yeah, duh. That's like, yeah, duh. I just love a little like warm up, you know, a little appetizer. <laughs> it needs, I need it for the confidence building. Yeah. Well, Girls will feel me, I think. Well, I'm sure they will. And I think there is, um, it's just uh, always positive when you're open and honest in any relationship. So she's saying it, right? You get wrapped up in all this drama. You get wrapped up in all the things happening around you. You get a little frustrated. You're probably, your confidence is, is taking a little bit of a beating. And you say or react in a way that you feel like later on, hey, that probably wasn't helping. It might have been hurting. And you think about it all afternoon, and if you're me, you bang your head against your pillow, and you're like, why are you so stupid? But then she was able to say, okay, I'm going to confront this. Like, I'm going to actually speak to, like, why I behaved the way I did. I think it's a huge deal. And I do. I think it helps relationships. Yeah. The other thing that she does, though, here in this moment where she admits that she was feeling awkward and blah, 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 she, this is when she does the call out of Anastasia. She's like, also, Anastasia has been saying something about her being here for Instagram followers. Mm. And all of a sudden, his like siren goes off. This is definitely a sensitive point for him. Mm. And she's like, I wasn't there for the actual hearing of the conversation. So then he pulls over Charity, who was. Yeah. And she says that she heard... Her say something along the lines of like everybody that's kind of still there would get about 50,000 Instagram followers. It's not true. Bachelor data came out with something today. Absolutely not true. Not even close. So Zach is now obviously concerned by this and pulls Anastasia aside and she seems like flabbergasted by it. And it makes me wonder and it makes me see like try to think about how to give her the benefit of the doubt here. Okay. She is a social media marketer, okay? So, like, that is her job. Yeah. And she's probably, she was, they were probably just asking her about her job. And then maybe one of the girls said, okay, well, if you had to guess how many followers we would get by being here in week four, how many do you think we get? And then she may have just responded, like, pretty, like, honestly, but inaccurately. And it may have been more innocent than it comes off, but you know, people like to be like the Instagram police on The Bachelor now. It's it's the new like, what was the old? What was the old here for the wrong reasons? Just like to be on TV, like, and now it's just to get Instagram followers. Was there like something before? Become The Bachelor, become the next lead. That was always what it was. Yeah, sure. Because like on my season, it was. I heard that she was talking about being the next Bachelorette. Oh my God, how dare she! But everybody thinks about that while you're, they're there. And we've said that before. We're like, that's just ridiculous It does, if, you, if you're saying that it didn't cross your mind at some point. And Instagram followers may cross your mind at some point now as well. 
that ship a little bit has sailed for just where we are in the show. Like people just don't gain as much as they used to. But of course, it's something that they're probably going to think of. Uh, so you're, you're, I totally you, get it. I'm, go, I'm to babbling, be, you, but yes. I totally get why he's concerned. Totally get it. But also, I don't think he should or did um, let her go home because of this point alone. I think if he was really into her, he'd probably keep her around just to see if there was something more. I don't know. What do you think? I just don't know if it's incriminating enough. Just that simple sentence, I'm guessing we'll get about 50,000 followers when you are a social media marketer and like you're talking about sort of your job in a sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm also playing devil's advocate. Just want to say. Well, I mean, you'd have to take in the words of the castmates that were around to hear what their sentiment was and how they think it was communicated. I would have a heart. It seems like charity's talking about it, hearing it for real. Okay. Well, um, she might have felt different about it. I think you're completely right. I think if Zach was really into Anastasia and really saw a future with her, I don't think this would have been a deal breaker. But I think we've seen in his body language that he was looking for a reason to say goodbye to Anastasia now for at least this week. So I don't, I, I don't think like she was going to be around much longer anyways. Um, I would also say that when you're in the house, you know, it's, it's not like people typically are just picking at everything you say to see if they can twist it. Like, that's not how I ever felt in the house when I was on The Bachelorette. I felt like we were buddies talking about life. Now, if somebody said something like, I can't wait to be done with this show because I'm going to be so famous. I'm going to get paid to go to clubs and I'm going to do all this. Do we? You know, somebody would have probably said, hey, that sounds weird. It doesn't feel like you're in this for any good reason. But mm-hmm. I know that in the house people talked about like, situations of well what are you going to do next and what do you look forward to after this and i'm sure somebody asked like how many followers do you think you're going to get from this like stuff like that and that's innocent and people typically wouldn't twist that to make you be the bad person um right so something was to be more yeah something was said here or there's been a tone or there's been something that's made somebody say hey i feel uncomfortable about her intentions of being here zach i think we can just close this and say zach obviously wasn't that interested in that relationship and so he said hey not just because of this but probably because i'm not that interested it's time to go home Mm -hmm. yep all right well let's talk about the brooklyn date uh brooklyn brooklyn me too. She's nice. She's fun to watch. She's seems down to earth. I, I just yeah. She's she's cool. She's very pretty. I mean, and like and, I would love to have a beer with her and just hear about mm-hmm. her life. Like she yeah. You know, just her job is unique, and she's on this dating show now in a, in a world where people probably from her like from the rodeo world don't really love The Bachelor. I'd imagine, or maybe they're not like I don't know. Maybe they are. I'm just making the assumption <laughs> that, like, maybe, like, rodeo and, like, you know, the, those people aren't tuning into Monday Night Bachelor all the time. And I think it's cool that she's there. So she's intriguing. She's interesting. She is sweet. She's down to earth. I like her. I also like her for Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, watching Brooklyn in this as part of, like, the last part of this episode, I was like, this is a pretty good group of girls left yeah i think there is a good group of girls still here i mean i think he's i mean i would still 
you know, put my stake in the ground and said he's let, let go of some really great girls. Uh, I'm obviously very biased, but I think like even the Brianna like situation, like, you know, we didn't get to see a ton of her. And there are some girls that kind of like snuck away here that we didn't get to learn a lot about. And I think those women, I think he had a great cast. I think we said that at the very beginning when we just saw the pictures, we're like, this cast is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're so pretty. And so I think he's just had a really good group uh, of women on his season, uh, which good for Zach. Mm-hmm. Really, there's not much to say about the, you know, daytime portion of the day. It really gets serious on the one-on-one where she goes, you know, he's talking about how great her personality is, just like we just said. And then she was like, you would have no idea who I was like a year ago. Like she just says that she's kind of become a full person again after she had six years of an abusive relationship first start out first it started out as an emotionally abusive relationship and then it turned physical and she said it was something that her entire life she just wanted to avoid she's like I wanted to be like my grandparents they were really healthy relationship role models I never wanted to be have the relationship my parents did particularly like she just didn't want to ever be with a man like her dad she says her dad was awful and then she basically did just that and she finally got out of it. And she said the, the thing that broke her out of it was the police having to wake her up from being knocked out. Goodness gracious. Like, unbelievable. Stomach, yeah. I know. Um, it's just this, this is the saddest story. And it's like, I don't even know what to say about it. Except for I really do genuinely feel like Zach was handled the situation and hearing her story very well and and I feel like she felt pretty safe with him like she felt safe in the sense that like she could talk to him about it but also in the sense that like he would never do that to her and he would obviously he'd never do that to her but you know what I mean well I mean earlier on we talked about courage and this I mean I'm sure there's many people watching this um, show and saying like you know, one rallying around her, uh, and saying, you know, to Brooklyn, like, you know, want to, wanting to support her too. I'm sure there's people out there watching it uh, that have been through or are in a similar situation. And now they feel less alone and her courage to speak up and share this story is, um, I don't know, either the, the word to put it in, not only impressive, but just, humbling and it's it's one of those moments where you sit there and you watch it and like your heart hurts your stomach hurts and you're just like how can how is this how do people um exist in the world that would hurt somebody like her in this way for so long I don't know. like how are there that like how is somebody so terrible but then then you know for me as I was watching it and and the switch happened and like but yeah but then look at her like now she's on television taking a risk like this is why this show this is why we fell in love with the show at the beginning is because people like Brooklyn said I just I need another shot at love like I need another shot to put myself out there and see if it can exist if it doesn't exist here on the show maybe I'll learn something and grow from this experience and I'm going to go back out into the world and find like, find my partner in the world and that's you know that's what like what this show has always been about is these love stories and these people saying I, I need a second chance or I need a, sh- a chance at love and so for Brooklyn to put herself back onto the show I think it's such a big deal um, and one that we can, can't underestimate and one that we can't put words into only she could but um, 
yeah, this this is uh, this is this is one of those moments you wish never existed in the world, but they but it does, and and Brooklyn now has spoken out about it, and so many people I think um, will feel less alone again because of her for story. Sure. Yes, for sure. All right, well, I guess we will move on to the cocktail party i'd say the most notable thing to talk about here is well this is where anastasia gets eliminated kylie gets really upset at the fact that she even brought up the situation about instagram because she just feels like she's now responsible for somebody's elimination she shouldn't feel this way and i think she was just exaggerating but i understand i understand the i understand the guilt but she she should just know she's fine. <laughs> yeah, and how much and, of that guilt is coming from her being concerned, too, that Zach is going to see her as kind of that, like, fire starter? Tattletale. Yeah. 1,000%. That's what she also said. She was like, I'm afraid I'm not going to get a rose because I was the one who, like, stirred up drama. Yeah. She gets the rose. Uh, the other thing is Davia is getting emotional because she feels like she hasn't had a lot of quality one-on-one time, which is probably true. And he's, she sees him... And she sees Zach pull Kat aside for one-on-one time when she already has a rose, had a one-on-one, all that. And it's just like, okay, I'm feeling very bottom of the totem pole here. And unfortunately, she was right because she did get eliminated. And she got eliminated after, like, they did kiss at the Mm. cocktail party. But you can tell in the kiss that it wasn't there for him. And it made me feel sad for her. But she doesn't really know. She didn't really know in the moment. Yeah. It was just kind of a couple little pecks where as the other kisses are far more passionate. Well, um, so- At the rose ceremony, we see Divya and Genevieve go home. Genevieve, uh, justice for Genevieve. She broke her arm during this season and went home in week four. I mean, that... Talk about somebody that's going to go home and be like, was that worth it? I'm hoping she's laughing, giggling about all this today because this <laughs> show put her through the ringer. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Poor girl. You know, she'll always have a story to tell. In a couple of years, she'll be she'll be glad. Yeah, poor girl. And- um, so who we have left now, not that many. It, I mean, we have a very small group. I'm um, glad. I'm glad we are at this point so that we can remember all names and really like root for people. Yeah. We got Charity, Katie, Gabby, Jess, Mercedes, Allie, Greer, Kylie. Cat of Brooklyn. The, of, oh, Cat. <laughs> thank you. Cat in Brooklyn. Of these girls, the and ones Ariel. that. Oh, and Ariel. Duh. Mm. Thank you for giving me the rose, the rose getters that happened before the rose ceremony. Of these girls, the ones that are not standing out to me so much, like I can't. I'm not like, oh, yes, I remember that moment. I remember that moment with them. Would be Jess and Mercedes. What about you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd probably have to say the same thing. I, I, uh, Jess, Jess did have a moment this week. Yeah. He said, he said, I'm glad you're here. Uh, like, well, duh, you know, he, he was like, I, I know you're probably feeling a little bit behind, but like, I just know that I'm like really glad you're here. So that is a very comforting thing for her to hear. Yeah. It's better than him being like, Hey, you know, I just didn't have I do enough. Forget you. Yeah. I, do I have you. a couple roses here <laughs> and honestly, you just kind of made the cut. Um, so no, it's better there. I mean, I, I, I really think next week we're going to see Greer go home. No, uh, really? I, d- I do. I just have she this got the feeling. first impression, Rose. Yeah. I just ha- he, he hasn't given her a date yet. That would be really crazy. Yeah, I just feel like it's going to be one of those first impression roses that kind of like come and then leave uh, earlier than we expect. I have 
a prediction, but I, I don't know anything. Hmm. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real. Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. 
really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way. Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Uh, we have headlines to break down. Ashley, let's jump into them. The first headline is about me. Um, oh, yeah. You, you can take this one. Then. <laughs> uh, you can break it down. Here it goes. Chris Lane and Lauren Bushnell Lane react to his run-in with Ben Higgins at the golf tournament, the Hilton Grand Vacations golf tournament. This is according to Us Weekly. Okay, well, Chris Lane and Lauren Bushnell Lane spoke exclusively to Us Weekly after her ex-fiance, Ben Higgins, revealed that he played in the same golf tournament as the country singer. It was great. Juicy. I know know he's played in that tournament for several years now, Chris said. Um, And then he continued to say, I was very excited to be part of it down there in Orlando. And then Lauren said that Chris has been talking about this tournament leading up to leading up to it for about four months. And I've never met someone who loves golf as much as Chris Lane, except for maybe you, Ben Higgins. I was going to say I'm offended. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then they also said Ben was actually the first one of the first people that I ran into at the hotel. This is what Chris is saying. And he, he had a chance to talk to you for a little bit. What a nice guy. We had such a great time. We didn't get to play golf together, but we had several run-ins, and it was great. We should have played golf together. We had the same score after day one, and uh, Wells, Chris, and I were like, there's no way they don't put us together, and I was looking forward to it. We did have a good time. It was nice to hang out with Chris. We did get to hang out quite a bit. I enjoyed it. We talked about it on the podcast, but how the tournament did not put Chris Lane and I together walking the fairways competing against <laughs> each other is beyond me. I don't know what a, why, why they didn't. Miss. It's a miss. Or the press, the press, yeah. Yeah, we could have, uh, we could have created some drama. We could have fake fought, or really fought. I don't know if I, um, uh, on the fairways. But yeah, it was great to be with him. That's such a cool tournament. It was so fun, and and I'm happy anytime somebody else gets the invite um, to enjoy it with us. So, um, yeah, that's that headline. Next headline is this: Bachelor Nation couple Joe and Serena are definitely thinking about kids <laughs> someday. It says. Yeah, it's a real, (laughs) real juicy headline, guys. Uh, They talked on their first date in paradise that they'd like to have kids, but not right now. They're assuming that they'll like to have two, but they're in no rush. (laughs) That's all we got. Oh, goodness. That's all we have. Okay. uh, This is a question that gets asked uh, very often. In fact, it was asked to me last night at Ohio University. Uh, What happens to the Neil Lane engagement ring after Bachelor Nation splits? Um, some leads talked to Yahoo and explained. Okay. So there are two ways for Bachelor Nation members to keep the engagement ring gifted to them by ABC. You either make it down the aisle 
or you stay engaged for at least two years. After a certain number of years, you get to keep it anyways, but after months, it goes back. That's what Chris Harrison said to Entertainment Weekly. Um, It also makes me wonder about certain situations, though, where, like, Chris Randone and Crystal, they got married... They got married, but they were only together for two years, and then they got divorced like six months later. So, what does that mean? I'd imagine they keep the like, ring. It's, okay, because it says make it down the aisle. Yeah, so I imagine it, they keep the ring. It's in their name then. Okay, uh, and then let's see. Allie, we have a couple examples here. Allie said that she and Roberto weren't together for 18 months. Wow, that actually feels like... I can't believe they were together for 18 months. Um, and she says... I know that number so well because I was like, I don't want them to take my engagement ring away. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, this is part of my history. Like, this is mine. You cannot have it. Per the contract, it was supposed to be two years, but they let her keep it. Good for her. Hmm. Good for her. Yeah. I want to know what happens once it goes back. Like, does Neil Lane resell that? Does is it are is there like millions of dollars of engagement rings sitting in Warner Brothers like lockbox right now? Um, my my guess would be that they take the diamonds out and they reuse the diamonds, wouldn't you think? I always wonder if you're like getting somebody else's like cursed diamond though, like yeah, from a geez. relationship that didn't work out. It could be. It could be. I mean, uh, those things are big. I gotta read this about Becca Kufrin. It says season fourteen Bachelor Becca Kufrin once joked about having a gra- a ring graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they get to keep them all locked away, hidden from everyone. All the scorned rings. That's what she said. Yeah. Uh, so I guess all Becca Kufrin's rings, which according to our deductions and and that and that rule, would mean that yes, they went back. Goodness gracious. Well, Ivan Hall opens up about his relationship with his girlfriend and his time on reality television. Well, he posted this on an Instagram. He said, "This beauty here is all mine." We have known each other for many years and always find our way back to one another. Stay tuned for more of our journey. That's what we got. Oh, she's a doctor. She's an anesthesiologist. She's also extremely athletic. She deserves the world. Wow. What a catch. What a catch. Well, Love is Blind's Cole Barnett is rumored to be spending time with The Bachelor season 26 winner, Susie Evans. So Cole said that his first date that is not Love is Blind oriented was with Bachelor season 26 winner Susie Evans. Whoa. And apparently the conversation went very well mm-hmm. or flirting. And oh, I think it was maybe like a phone call date. Or it was something like that. So it wasn't a real like in-person date that mean yeah yeah it seems like it's starting it's like a the starting out like a starting out phase but by the end of this call Susie said hurry up and get in my dms and then he ended the call by telling Susie to hurry up and get in his dms and then Susie said i'll shoot you one over and this is all happening kind of like in a public forum i think it was like an interview Wow, this is a big deal. Big deal. Well, final headline, it is Valentine's Day. So for all of you out there who are celebrating uh, romantic love, hey, I hope you have a great day. For all of you out there who are single, hey, I hope you have a great day. I hope this is an awesome day for you. Don't get down on yourself. Um, uh, This day is always a weird day for so many. 
but uh, if you are in love and you're celebrating Valentine's Day, we have a little um, info from two of Bachelor Nation's uh, biggest stars, Trista Sutter and her husband Ryan, have lasted over 20 years as the OG Bachelor Nation couple. They explain how in this article. So she says that they're actually still learning to communicate even 20 years later. Like sometimes they'll say stuff like, I know that you have done nothing wrong, but this is still really difficult for me. I love you, but I just need time to figure things out and just figure out my own emotions, not for us to figure this out, but figure out how to process and deal with this on my own. She says, naturally, when you're in a relationship, you figure out when to engage, uh, and then they still do, but we also have to like ask each other questions and constantly remind each other that we need to be in a relationship and even after 20 years you can still learn how you know your partner wants to be communicated with some good tips there 72 years her grandparents were married that's awesome my parents just celebrated 40 years um a few days ago massive accomplishments out there congratulations to your parents yeah great people to look up to uh, hey, that's all we have for you today. This has been the Almost Famous Podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast, breaking down episode five of Zach's season of The Bachelor. A lot to look forward to. A lot to keep Can we talk watching. about that for a second? Sure. It's happening in London, which is exciting. I think that's a really cool location, and I don't think we use a lot, utilize it a lot. I just remember Emily Maynard's season in London. I don't remember them going back since. So I'm excited for that, but it doesn't look like we're going to get many dates there because something is going on, and I'm really intrigued to find out what it is. Zach is in a suit on Zoom, on FaceTime or something. We never – I don't think we're see. I don't know. I have to rewatch it, but – I don't think we like see him with the girls in London and they're all freaking out because it seems like he's not there. So I'm so I'm torn on whether or not he's sick and like he has COVID and needs to quarantine or whether there's like some family emergency and he had to go back home for it. Yeah, let's go. Hey, we're going to London. You're going to be stuck in a hotel room and Zach's going to be on Zoom. It's going to be awesome. Let's have a blast. <laughs> what if he had Zoom dates? It's actually not the worst idea. It would be like very realistic for at least what life was a couple years ago. There we go. We'll be back next week watching it, breaking it down. We're intrigued to see this episode. Until then, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. See you guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. 
Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.